So we'll just blow through this. It'll be pretty casual, and you know, it, I, I don't see this lasting longer than 20 minutes. Um, but anything that you, uh, I mean, I think all this stuff is pretty, pretty standard. There's nothing really touchy in there. But if there's anything you want me to stay away from, I can, I can do that. Just, just my over-circumcision. Okay, I don't want you to bring that up. We've come to embrace the term social distancing from the Centers for Disease Control. That means avoiding group gatherings, plus crowded subways and buses. Social distancing in action. Social distancing. Social distancing. Social distancing. The new coronavirus buzz phrase. Yes, the buzz phrase of the moment is social distancing, also known as don't breathe on me, bitch. Adios and a game, like a Marvel game, which I really hate that I started playing, but I got addicted to it. That's what I've been doing, and my mom is actually gets mad at me. <laughs> like I was like, like, like if I'm like you know, 10 years old or something like that, playing video games at home, she's like, "What are you doing? You're wasting time." I'm like, "Mom, I'm I'm almost fucking 40. All right, like leave me alone. I have a child. I can play video games if I want to." Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in to the EWB Podcast. This is your host, Emil Wing, coming to you with part seven of the social distancing series, a series where I catch up with my friends from around the world as this world evolves into chaos. We go from L.A. to the Big Easy, where I'm catching up with previous contributor, Hurricane Hav, Pretty Boy, Poor Doy, Mr. Javier Poor Doy, how are you? Woo, 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 woo. Uh, doing pretty good. Is that- uh, thanks for having me. Um I'm glad to to be back on the the E Wang Bang podcast. It's actually the EWB podcast now. We're we're trying to rebrand ourselves as a serious podcast. So um, get it right, please. Oh, okay, I apologize. Is it, is it to get away from the negative press from that thing that you did? <laughs> Which thing? Done done a lot of things that I've that I that I regret. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. If, if we're trying to be serious, I don't know what, what, what to put in here. If your text messages so. ever get out, then uh, if your text messages to me ever get out, then uh, I'd be in, this podcast would be in deep trouble. <laughs> um, but great to have you on, man. Thanks for taking the time. And uh, I know with, uh, you know, a little one at home, I know how hard it is. And especially since both you and Emily are working right now, despite the shelter in place directive that I, that I assume your governor has given. Um, and maybe we'll start there. What's uh, what's the directive that you guys have? So I, I just you know got one of those pop ups on uh, my computer uh, today that they extended. So the governor Midget of Louisiana Louis oh, no, 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 extended not the, that kind of pop up. <laughs> well, did you say midget porn? Yeah. No, I was into uh, what was it? Amputee porn. Yeah, no, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> that's the good stuff. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, no, it, that said that they were extending the um, you know, the stay-at-home order until I think May fifteenth mm. for the state of Louisiana, but uh, New Orleans I think has you know a different sort of set of rules that the mayor says that I think we should you know, still be on, on complete lockdown. So there's just like a difference between the rest of Louisiana, what they can do. I think they're going to open restaurants, you know, with restrictions and like malls and stuff like that. But that doesn't really apply to New Orleans. So New Orleans is going to be more strict is, is what you're saying then. See, yeah. But I mean, no one, you know, is, is really enforcing anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, but people are, for the most part, staying at home. You don't, you don't see cops, you know, patrolling the streets or anything like that. I mean, 
yeah, everyone's pretty much doing doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's good because I remember a month ago, and I, I think this is when we first talked about doing this pod. Um, I remember reading that Louisiana and New Orleans were kind of going to be the next New York City, and everyone was hyping it up like, oh, you know, it, they're they're going to be the next big wave, but. Looking at stats, it's 1,600 deaths so far, 50,000 cases across the state, which is a good amount, but it's not its not New York City status where I think it's something in the range of 17,000 already like in, in the city alone. I think it's the, it, it's the per capita that, that gets us like, or that had us above New York for a little while. Oh, okay. You know, compared to New York, just the population, general population is so much smaller but the cases that we had were you know were, were high based on that right um so but i mean i tell you the truth i have not really been paying attention to it my my mom's staying with us i don't know if it, i'm sure i told you um but my mom and my old nanny uh they came to visit me before um this whole thing happened they were supposed to stay for um two weeks um and then fly back down to el salvador because my sister was having a baby which she already had the babies. The baby's three weeks old, and um, you know, just, just sort of they're just gonna pop in and pop out. And then this thing, this thing happened, and you know, we tried to move their plane up. We did move it, you know, to a week, like a week up. And uh, but we heard stories that in El Salvador, they were quarantine people straight straight off the planes, and the quarantine centers were a mess. Like, you know, we got pictures from friends that were quarantined, you know, like bathrooms are, you know, horrible. There's no toilet paper. There's no food. You know, you're sleeping in bunk beds, you know, in like a gym. So, uh, you know, that's yeah. not, you know, what, you know, you yeah. know, we wanted for my mom. My mom didn't, you know, she's like, man, you know, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, Good call. So, you know, yeah, definitely. You know, they stayed with me. Now it's been uh, man that plane was uh, supposed to you know that, I think March 13th was that was that 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 plane when, when that plane was scheduled. So what I'm saying is that my mom is like up to date on news and like you know it, so she she keeps me updated and it's all like you know doomsday stuff. Um, so I try like not to pay attention to the news as much uh, as probably as I should, but really like you know we're, we're not. Emily's working from home. I'm working from home. Um, you know, my mom is is super paranoid. Like she doesn't leave the house like at all. I mean, we go on drives, which is pretty much as much as she gets out. And uh, you know, she she's doing exercise, but like she walks she walks like a mile in my tiny little backyard, just going like back and forth like she was in prison. <laughs> but like she's she's like built you know for for this kind of living like. You know, she enjoys being inside and like you know doing her thing. So yeah. I, I've been to your house. Your house is pretty big, and your yard isn't isn't tiny. It's uh, it's still right. sizable. Yeah. So it's not like you, yeah. you know, it's not like she's in a 400 square foot New York City studio with uh, with the Juliet balcony. Um, right. So, yeah. So still pre- still pretty good, and and you know we're kind of dealing with the same thing. Um, we we don't have a yard. We take our chances with Davis and really our, our exposure to the outdoors is just a 10, 15 minute walk a day. Yeah. You know, it, it's not that bad. Like, I, I don't know if you feel like you're going, you're going stir crazy. Um, obviously maybe the, the weather has makes a difference. Um, our, our weather actually has been pretty good for Seattle standards. I, I don't know how it's been in New Orleans. If it, is it, you know, 90 degrees and 85% humidity or what's it like down there right now? 
No, luckily not. Um, we've had some really nice days where it's been like, you know, they, they say the best months are April and uh, October, I believe. And, uh, you know, because it's just it's 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 beautiful. You know, it's not too hot and uh, it's not you know too humid. Um, you know, you're you're out and, you know, you can be in the sun, which is, you know, not the case for most of the year um, and, you know, not be just sweating. Um, so yeah, we, we've been lucky that, you know, we can go outside, we can take the baby out. We, we, we do walk, you know, with Emily, Emily, my wife, we, um, you know, we, we do take walks pretty much every day. We go, we have city park right next to us. Um, that's pretty much the extent of we, that, that we get out as well. So and we're getting guys... all our groceries delivered. Oh, good. Good. Mm-hmm. Is, is the... It sounded like that the menta- the mentality has been pretty cooperative that people are staying home. Um, I, I was I was reading in the news how people are you know because New Orleans is so reliant on um, tourism and you know Bourbon Street and French Quarter are basically empty right now. Uh, I thought that the mayor was making a push to to try to get some of these things open again. Uh, yeah, so that's that, that's kind of. Yeah, I, so I'm I'm not sure who has like the final say, but the mayor, you know, I, I just read, you know, another pop up that's like she says that you know we might have to postpone or you know cancel Mardi Gras 2021. Yeah. You know, which is a huge deal for you know for everybody in New Orleans. You know, that's a you know, huge money maker for everybody that all you know, any industry, you know, especially Bourbon Street and all the hotels and you know I'm I'm thinking that has to have to have some sort of you know like effect on construction as well, you know, cause right now I'm, I'm working, you know, fine, you know, we got projects lined up, but you know, one of them is a, is a big, you know, hotel. And, uh, I'm thinking like, <laughs> is it rebuilding the you know, hard if, rock? Oh shit. No, dude. <laughs> that, too, too, dude, soon, still, too soon. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're still thinking about like how they're going to demolish it, which is, which is crazy, which everyone's like, well, you got to do it now. You know, like, you have to do it now. This is the time. Like, there's never going to be a better time to do it. But you know, they just can't get around uh, the, the way to do it. Because like at first they were gonna, you know, blow it up, but insurance was too high because there's you know historic buildings right next to it, and like you know, no insurance would 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 do that. You know, for like a, I don't know what a reasonable price for that is, but I mean the the demolition for the cranes was fifty million dollars. Which is ridiculous, you know. Well, I, I mean, I think I don't know, you know. So, but dang, but it, um, but yeah, like construction still, you know, we're kind of seeing the same thing where our industry up in Seattle hasn't really been hit either. Like it's kind of business as usual. We're, you know, it, we're still working through the design of a lot of buildings. There haven't been it. There hasn't been any word yet where buildings have been completely stopped um, from a design standpoint. So, I think. The anticipation here, at least for our industry, and maybe it sounds like it's the same for yours, is that we're going to come out of this okay. So I'm curious about this, just because uh, when, when we think about not world pandemics, but when you think about uh, natural disasters that have affected uh, cities during our lifetime, Hurricane Katrina is is the big one that comes to mind because you know we were uh, we were old enough to kind of re- recognize the magnitude of it. Um, so obviously you're in New Orleans. New Orleans was probably one of the hardest hit cities by Hurricane Katrina. Did the events from Hurricane Katrina help prepare the city for something like a pandemic, or is it something that's completely different? 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I think it's 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 very different. Um, just you know the the nature of of the you know the, the two different catastrophes, right? Because like here you you can stay at home, you know, and during Katrina you're you're just you're displaced, um, which I think is is you know is, is just is, is huge. But um, I, I the only like similarity you know that I've heard people say just today I talked to somebody in my office and they said you know it's like Katrina that like that the office is kind of empty but because my office you know I, I don't know if it's what it is you know people you know don't believe it's a it's a big deal or because because there's that right there's the I think that's a big difference between you know this pandemic and Katrina is that Katrina you know was was definitely a catastrophe like you could see it you know, you, you with your own eyes, right? Like there was some damage. There's people, you know, fucked up shit. And in in this pandemic, like, I mean, you read the news stories, but then they're also politicized. So, you know, if you you have your side, you have your news program, you, you can sort of choose what to believe, what not to believe. I think that has a lot to do with it. Do people recognize that uh, injecting disinfectant is not a good idea? <laughs> Dude, or, know, or has man. the Portway the, family already done that? Have you guys all? <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily we have not. Um, oh, okay, glad I talked you out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, my mom is she's so paranoid, and you know it's good, you know, to have someone like that in the in the house. You know, she makes us take off her shoes to you know disinfect everything that comes in. And you know, it, it's it's really the right thing <laughs> I, to do. I think at it's the moment, funny I think. how you're like taking off taking off shoes is a big deal. I'm like. like I've been doing oh, yeah. that shit my whole life. But anyway. Yeah, dude, I'm not I'm not Asian, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, that that wasn't, you know, something that we did at home. <laughs> but like it, also cuz you have a baby, you know, it's just it's just really a smart thing to do. I think we should just do it always. It's just I don't know why we don't do it. So like uh, restaurants and all that are are mostly closed, I assume, and um it, it, is is have you tried walking through Bourbon Street? Is it is it creepy? Um I was hearing how how the strip, the Las Vegas strip looks looks very very eerie um obviously since nothing's going on i, I wonder if uh what bourbon street's like um you know we drove a little bit in there yeah and it's it's deserted you know mm-hmm. like it's it it is it is kind of creepy you know everything's closed so no no one's there have you heard about those the, a lot of those businesses being closed permanently um i don't i don't think so dude. i you know like i think that you can't evict people you know right mm-hmm. now um, so I, I'm, I don't know if that's also, you know, the uh, commercial leases as well, but like, I, I think, you know, the small business loan whole, uh, deal mm-hmm. is gonna, you know, try to, to help them out. But, um, they, they, you know, they definitely need that. Like one of Emily's friends just opened like a, a store in the French quarter, you know, she, she was doing really like, well, like, uh, out on magazine street, which is another big street down here. And, um, you know, she had just moved, I think, like, 10 days before, you know, the lockdown. And uh, it's, you know, it, it, like, I only went to the, like, the opening, the grand opening and stuff. You know, it's there's no way that she could be paying the rent on the, the job without being open. Um, so I, I, I don't think that, what is it, landlords are charging. I mean, I, I don't know how that works. The landlord has to pay the bank. Yeah, I, I haven't I, heard too much about that. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard George's uh, my episode with George, but George was saying that small businesses have like a like a 27 day window essentially where you uh, you know if you're if you're not making any money you're you're basically fucked. So um, right, but but that, that's assuming you're, that you're not right. getting any help. So you know who knows? I mean maybe maybe Trump is uh, taking care of the small businesses. Well, uh, any last thoughts? Any any um, new hobbies that you've picked up, or any realizations that uh, you've uh, come to during this time? Must be, I mean, as much as it sucks that your your mom and your uh, your nanny missed uh, Arlena's uh, the birth of Arlena's son, um, it must be nice to have her here for such a long time and to be to be around Rio all the time, be around Emily all the time. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, it's that, that's why, like, I don't mind it. I don't mind, you know, working from home, being at home all day because, you know, I'm with my family, you know, yeah. and uh, it's not really I don't have to, like, take care of, of the of my baby for, you know, at all times, you know, that 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 would that's a huge, huge thing that we're not doing yeah. that I think would, you know, make working from home really, really hard. You know, we'd have to stick to a schedule. We'd probably have to work after, you know, the Rio went to went to sleep at night. You know, it would it would be very hard. So, I mean, I, I mean, it, what? How, how are you doing it? Um, well, it helps because Michelle's technically still on maternity leave, right? So we ah, right. we were very very lucky. Um, so basically, she's on I don't want to call it child duty all day, but she has the the capacity to take care of these things. Um, right, I, it's also the woman's job too, right? So, <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. no doubt, and, and do my laundry and make me sandwiches. Um, but I, I, my my work's been pretty flexible for me, even before this whole COVID thing started. Um, I've been slowly bleeding my vacation days since I had so many of them lined up, uh, stocked up that um, on a weekly basis I was taking like a, a like four to eight hours, and I've kind of been consistently doing that still. So that that was basically just to give myself the flexibility to you know we give uh, give Michelle some uh, some breathers. But regarding the schedule and working at night, I mean I am I'm either working or or taking care of Davis uh, during the daytime. Uh, really, it's until like seven o'clock uh, where you know we we get Davis to bed. Michelle and I you know maybe play some board games. She goes down at she goes to bed at around nine nine thirty and. From 9:30 to 1 a.m., I'm maybe exercising or doing work. I I still feel like the the struggles of having a little one at home. Um, it's certainly not easy, and I'm glad that Davis is still very very young and doesn't you know move around much. I I can't imagine what it's like you know being like you know my brother for example who has a, a three year old and a one year old like that must be a handful trying to trying to juggle your work life and uh, home life at the same time. Um, so yeah, I, all I can say is like you, I'm very grateful for the situation I'm in. Not, not everyone's as lucky as us. Yeah, no, hundred percent. No, but no new hobbies, huh? Hobbies. Let's see. No, I started playing, uh, a, a game like a Marvel game, which I really hate that I started playing, but I got addicted to it. It's one of those like uh, final fantasy games. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, uh, well, I mean, style. Like, you know, you, you fight, uh, like, a five-person team against a five-person team. And, you know, each one has their power meters, and each one goes, like, Eternal attacks base. the yeah. opponent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I really never enjoyed, because I just, you know, thought they were just, like, a math problem. Um, but It's project management, man. That's what it is. 
Is it? Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you get to you know, see one's strengths and weaknesses and sort of see what the best way forward is. Um, but that's what I've been doing. And my mom is actually gets mad at me. <laughs> like, I was like, like, like if I'm like, you know, 10 years old or something like that, playing video games at home, she's like, what are you doing? You're wasting time. I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm almost fucking 40. All right. Like, leave me alone. I have a child. You know, I, I think play video your, games if I want to. I, I think you're gonna say your you know? mom and she's uh, like, got started playing it too. But anyway, no, no, she she despises video games. She's like, yeah, that's the one thing I did wrong in my life is I let you play too much video games. I'm like, what the hell, mom? Like, what, what, what do you, what, you? Yeah, so there's there's that. <laughs> that's um, but uh, that's really much all. We've been watching some Netflix uh, in Spanish. Um, if uh, dude, I recommend. Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, if you've really run out of everything, this is just something that, like, I could compromise with Emily, which is the hardest thing to do um, for something to watch. We're watching Elite. Uh, it's it's on Netflix. Uh, Elite in Spanish. It's like, you know, uh, like a high school uh, with rich, like, there's, like, it's all the richest people in, in Spain go there. All their kids go there. And there's, you know, a murder and whatever that to find out. But uh, let me tell you something, dude. Pearl clutching sex scenes. All right. <laughs> what? Pearl clutching, dude. So you know, I'll give it a try. <laughs> all righty, all right. Well, if if you could just tell the Ewing Bang users uh, what episode and season number that is, and maybe a, a time to be searching for, that that might save a lot of my listeners a lot of time. But um... dude, it, dude, just go to X videos and just put in <laughs> Elite, and then you know it'll save you all the time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if I'm going to X videos, I'm, I wouldn't be looking up uh, TV show sex scenes. I'd be looking up something else. That's a good else. point. That's a good point. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're using your time very wisely. Um, but, dude, Hop, thanks thanks so much for taking time. Uh, I know you're super busy. Uh, you know, I, I suppose we all are, but you particularly with a kid and the work, all the work you're doing. Um, so, yeah, thanks for taking time and uh, great catching up. My pleasure. It was uh, it was really great to talk to you, man. Take care. You too. Okay. Keep, Keep so- on banging. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we don't do that anymore? No, no. Oh, so part man. of the reason... I got part- it so wrong the first time. I was hoping to, <laughs> to do it better this time. All right, well, all right, we'll do it anyway. We'll do it anyway. All right, we'll do it anyway. And, and if it's good enough, I'll put it in, okay? All right. All, all right. right. So this is Emil Wang. And this is Javier Pordoy. Keep on Keep banging. Keep on banging. Okay. Dude, that's pretty good, man. I gotta say. All right. Well, you know what? I can always edit it to make it align. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't do it because it's funny when we're so off. Um. (laughs) I got my toes in the water, ass in the sand, not a worry in a world of cold beer in my hand. Life is good today. Life is good today. Adios and via con Dios. A long way from GA Yes, and all the muchachas They call me Big Papa When I throw pesos their way Adios and vaya con Dios A long way from GA Someone do me a favor And pour me some Jaeger And I'll grab my guitar and play You guys, you help me out with yeah. And I was like, you know who's always worried about getting fired is Emil. 
And I was like, <laughs> he was like the hardest worker that like I knew, you know, I mean, he, you know, whatever, he took naps or whatever, stuff like that. But I mean, like you were, you, you know, super smart, getting the job done. Yeah. And I remember you were always like, dude, am I, am I getting fired? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Like, do, do, do you feel that way? Like, uh, not anymore. Not Definitely anymore, not but anymore. like before. Yeah. yeah was yeah, that true? Is that, yeah. That yeah, you, yeah. why, why, why did you, uh... I'll tell you why. Um, I got fired from a lot of jobs early on. Like, wait, but in have. college, right? In college, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, IBA is my first job out of, uh, out of college, but like, even some like, um, lab jobs and stuff in the past like i just i just wasn't a very good employee um you know when i was applying for jobs you know i literally dropped off you know 150 resumes or something i was just always worried and um you know when i got moved to new york uh you know I was always like hey emil we could have left your ass in las vegas without a job but we moved you over here because you know we we kind of like you um yeah, we're an it, asshole. I mean, that's the only one here, but <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm glad that you know I, I got over it, and you know now you know that I'm in the shoes of management, and I I see timesheets, and I I look at other people from kind of a big picture perspective. It's like there's no way that what I was doing before was was like uh, a fireable offense. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. part of it was Am- I think Am- was like. The whole, like, mm. fucking, like, 7 a.m., like, phone calls, like, hey, where are you, you know? <laughs> right, and that was your first job, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I could see how that, yeah, that's like a, yeah, like a, a definitely a warped, uh, you know, fucking office, you know, just yeah. in general. Did you think I worked hard in Vegas? Um, I mean, I thought you worked as hard as I did. Right, yeah. yeah. Which... You know, yeah, I mean the, the hours are fucked up, so we right, right. And but... I mean, and Master Toadies, you know, was 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 a that a tough schedule. Yeah, maintain <laughs> the, the whole three times you showed up, <laughs> dude. Gina Carano, man, that's why I joined. <laughs> oh my god, never saw her though. Never saw her. Once. <laughs> Did you ever throw a punch or get to the to the elbow jabs? Yeah, session? don't you remember, dude? When I was like. The You're guy, imitating like, him. <laughs> yeah, he was like, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, you want to punch you in the face? He was like, ah, ah, and ah. And he was like, I was like, what the fuck you want me to do, man? <laughs> like, punch you in the face, I'll punch you in the face. It was, uh... <laughs> oh, that's really, I guess it's really racist of me to say I apologize. <laughs>